0: Hey everybody, welcome to a brand new edition of the None of Your Business podcast. I am Dr. Sean Dill, and this is my beautiful wife, Dr. Lacey Book. It's a pleasure to come into your headphones, your stereo. People have stereos anymore. I know,
1: stereo is such a weird... Into your
0: TV, and your computer. Like
1: car stereo, maybe. Each and every week Speakers. to
0: share with you some information that hopefully will help you to Reach more people, make a greater impact, and create the lifestyle that you deserve. Today, we're talking about the next logical step. Basically, two iterations or two uses for this. Hmm. The first one is whenever somebody enters into what they say is overwhelmed. Oh, I just feel so overwhelmed. And We oftentimes say, well, look, overwhelm is nothing more than not knowing your next logical step.
1: Yeah, when you don't know your next logical step, what the next step for you in any process or anything that you're doing is, you often feel extremely insecure. And insecurity leads to anxiety, leads to this feeling of chaos. So oftentimes when you have a massive to-do list or a lot of things on your plate, you're not really overwhelmed. You just, you feel like you're spinning in circles because you don't know where to go next.
0: Yeah, or maybe you have like a list and you have like, 38 things on your list, you know, you can't do them all, right? But you also don't know which one you You should should do, right? So then you just say to yourself, like, Oh, my gosh, I'm just so overwhelmed. Mm -hmm. So what do we do to help to combat that? How do we determine what we should do?
1: I always have people take a step back, especially when your list gets a little bit out of control, because typically, when we're talking about overwhelm, that's what we're talking about, is all the things that need to get done that you haven't yet. So when people have these massive lists, I say, just take a step back. Why don't you break up your to-do list into different zones or categories or projects, whatever it works or however it works in your business or in your home life, and then break those down and separate them out. And then from there, prioritize the big categories. Which one should I get done first That will move me closest to or forward in the goals that I have for my business and in my life.
0: Well, when it comes to business too, I often think that we need to think in terms of money as revenue generation. So I think a lot of times that people spend a lot of time in things that don't actually produce revenue, that Mm. don't actually bring in new clients, that don't actually help you to service clients. People spend a lot of time like, you you know, learning how to set up their, you know, programs or what it is and this, this is oftentimes wasted time that we could short circuit that by right. just hiring delegating, somebody or, yeah. right and so i oftentimes say let's just look at what on my list could i tackle that would move me closer to producing more revenue
1: see and you think in revenue and i think in revenue and time because sometimes i need to look at what what task or what project? Do I need to get done that will ultimately give me back more time so that I can make more revenue? Mm. And so sometimes you have to look at that component as well, because that's a very powerful move when it comes to prioritizing what you want to do.
0: So if you understand that, if you're like, all right, I got that. So whenever I do not know what the next logical step is, that's when I enter into a state of overwhelm. Mm -hmm. The next application of this is how often... Are you with your prospects, leaving them in a state of overwhelm unintentionally? And people just don't really give much thought to this because your marketing needs to be so clear and not just marketing once you enter in. So your sales process needs to be so clear that it is very obvious to the prospect prospect what the next logical step is. Why? Well, because in the moment that they have the thought, I don't know what to do next. they They enter into overwhelm. Well, they become (laughs) overwhelmed and they do just like we do. Anybody who's overwhelmed, they do nothing because they're like, oh my God. So applications, maybe website, Mm. right? I see so many websites that they're beautiful, Right, everybody wants to have a beautiful website, and I look at the page, and I'm like, I'm not sure what I'm supposed to do. Do I call? Do.
1: do I sign up somewhere? Do I?
0: Most websites have all of them. Yeah. Right. So <laughs> you're trying, like, in the top, it says call to make Too an appointment. Then there's a sign up bar to receive my four magic tricks, and then at the bottom, sign up to receive my newsletter. Then there's a couple tabs. Listen, I, you need to simplify things because that's overwhelming. A web page should walk me through sequentially. It should be obviously blatantly obvious for me what I am supposed to do next.
1: That's why. So for those of you that are out there that know the term funnels, that's why click funnels is so powerful because it's a step by step process of where do I go next? Right. In it the,
0: eliminates overwhelm yes. by showing you in your face what the next logical step is.
1: And I got to say, this is really an interesting concept, the second part, because I think as business owners, we make massive assumptions that people understand our product, service, sales, or marketing in the same way that we do. And that's why we miss the next logical step, because we're assuming they just know it. So it's also good practice to have people that don't necessarily know your product, service, or the way that you sell, or anything like that, go through the process and offer you feedback.
0: And likewise in the sales cycle. Yes. Right. So in the sales cycle, we should have very clear what the next logical step is. How many times have we seen somebody work someone through the sales cycle and it's right there, like the close part, and it doesn't close and it doesn't close because the sales presentation was was off. It doesn't close because the client, the prospect, didn't actually know what to do. Mm -hmm. They didn't know, like, so do I pay now? I mean, we've been on the other end of that, whereas consumers were like, so do we. Do we write a check? Like, how do, what do we do now? Like, okay, we want it, but we can't even figure out how to engage it. Right. And again, I think that's what you said. People know your business so well. You're like, well, duh, Sean, they see, they know what to do, but oftentimes they don't. And the last place this shows up is in referrals. Mm, yes. Oftentimes people don't know how to refer to you.
1: And that's why they don't refer. Not it's be, not because they don't love your product. I mean, people are in love with your product and you hear that all the time. Oh, I wish, I, I wish I'd wish i known about you earlier. If people are saying to you that all the time and they're not referring, it's a very good indication. They just don't know, know how. how, what to do.
0: They don't know the next logical step that leads to overwhelm. So we can have overwhelm in our own lives when we don't know the next logical step and we're trying to tackle our giant to-do list. Mm-hmm. And if you understand that your prospects, and your clients. You could be putting them into a state of overwhelm just because you have not clearly articulated to them what the next logical step is. Hopefully, this will help all of our listeners to be able to juice up their marketing, to beef up their sales, reach more people, make a greater impact, and create the lifestyle that they deserve. Until next week, we'll be back again with another edition of the None of Your Business Podcast. We'll be right